0: This episode of Insert Title Here is brought to you by Taco Bell. Live Moss? No. Live Ass.
1: Welcome to Insert Title Here, the only podcast that's plus on blog. Remember, kids, you're only minus if you're a bitch. Uh, I'm Devin Voivio. I do voiceover things uh, and this podcast, and that's it content creation i've never heard of it and joining me today are are the usual uh we've got technical cake mix introduce yourself now sir please hello
2: i am a little bit buzzed right now because i have a migraine i had to take meds for it so this is going to be a very fun episode uh Someone's content a baby bitch c- content creation that's a thing i do but not so much the voice thing because i have like three voices and they're all terrible or
3: sarcastic
1: or both flyer that's your key and our and our last guest is the flyer
3: what do you Introduces mean the man has to do the introduction just the whole fucking point of this goddamn <laughs> intro is that he says things and then we say hi how do you do uh go fuck yourself
1: i mean that is most podcasts nowadays I yeah mean, you
3: gotta you gotta uh, introduce the people you, you schmuck I, f- I feel
2: like most podcasts nowadays, to be fair, usually just trying to work out what the hell Kanye West is tweeting about today.
1: But I sure. mean, most podcasts nowadays are just making sure they don't have anyone in their podcast who goes, "I liked Hitler." Anyway, oh, I'm a liar. I don't. <laughs> we made it a
3: this minute is my and second thirty week seconds. Here.
1: <laughs> a minute and thirty seconds, Devin.
2: Jeff Keighley won't sake. won't
3: let me into the uh, theater yet for the awards, but I'm stuck on this shit.
1: <laughs> oh fucking hell! <laughs> Look, I'm sorry. I'm sorry that that Jeff Keeley is 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 just you know he's not accepting you and, and and that we did. I guess you
3: know you're just. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how to take that. I don't oh. know how to take that. Oh yeah. Speaking well, may, of uh... may, maybe he's still mad about the fact that I directly added him and called him the Dorito Pope a few times. I don't know. Speaking of uh, games, tricks.
2: people mad at people. Guess who finally blocked me on Twitter? And I mean on the technical Kate Mix account here.
3: Oh, Camille, uh... he finally did it. No, no, no. Adam Sessler. What did you do to make Adam Sessler you- mad besides call him a baldy? I am
2: in no position to make fun of another man's hairline. Um no, I one of That's my favorite true. one of my thanks fly One of my favorite Christmas <laughs> greetings is may your Christmas be whiter than Adam Sessler's nose. Uh I, he finally found it and blocked me. <laughs>
3: I don't see why I don't see why he would be mad at that joke. There was that one bit on X Play where you just did Link was a cocaine addict, drug addict.
2: It's more than just X Play, dude. Like E uh, three uh, two thousand fifteen or sixteen, whenever he was hosting the Bethesda Showcase, um, mm. I was watching it with uh, with the wife, right, and she was like, "What the hell is he on?" Like she knew nothing about Adam Sessler. She knew nothing of like the running gag that he's operating on cocaine and she's like this dude is operating on something because he was like bouncing off the walls he was really wired erratic bounce like snappy you know like clearly just twitchy and fucked up on something hard like it was just what the hell i'm like oh yeah that's adam Sessler. like the running gag is that he like does cocaine with teenagers and tries to fit in amazing and she was just like what the hell is wrong with this guy and i'm like we've been trying to work that out for years We've been trying. No out that Speaking We've been trying to that <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Speaking
3: of what the
2: hell is
1: wrong. Speaking of what the hell is wrong with that guy, uh, Xander is still in the lost dimension. Uh, now apparently, David Draymond is singing to him, so we're trying to work that out. Still haven't got that seventh Dragon Ball. Uh, if we could just get someone send that to us, please. Uh, that'd, that'd be great. Uh, <laughs> I swear, that, that man and and his hatred for all things Draymond, is just it, it astounds me
2: for David Draymond's seventh dragon ball Is, is he back on Twitter now David Draymond?
1: I is I he... is he? I don't know. I've seen him Okay, so I guess we're talking about David Draymond now. I I saw um he posted a new song and Does I just I, I haven't listened to it um because I'm like is this going to be another song about how Twitter hurt his fifis? Like I don't I don't know.
2: I don't uh, Yeah. Yeah, Front Man disturbed, older wiser. No more caps, no bullshit. LOL. Yeah, no, he's back on Twitter. So we got banned before. And Ow. Oh. okay. What? Yeah, he's he's he's, 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 just, he's just his usual nonsense on Twitter. Okay. Oh boy. Is, is yeah, I'm not gonna like we're trying to be a fun podcast, and I'm 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 on I'm 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 operating on some medication designed to treat migraines. So I don't really want to like go down this rabbit hole while I'm in this state, but uh, yeah, he's he's back on his bullshit. Um, Great. Also, also like making fun of uh, Kanye. To be fair, like very very rightly so, making fun of Kanye West. But like, who isn't? (laughs) Jesus, that man is having a super villain arc. I know last week we spoke about Elon Musk and the ultimate I can fix and Grimes. I do what Kanye West is having a super villain arc, right? We we we're all accepting this. He's gonna like unveil a mega death weapon next week. We, he we, needs we, to get we, back wait, on
1: something. his meds. He needs to get back on just, his. What I'm, sorry, Devin? He needs to get back on his meds. Just that's that's all I gotta say. Or or at least get some. Or just get your mental health in check. And like, cause like, dude, that is excessive and insane. And
3: if it's not that, then just get fucked, dude. Like for well, real. Like, l- listen, what what if Kanye's whole deal is he's just been really inspired by MF Doom and he wants to be a supervillain now? But that's not MF, how it works.
2: MF Doom didn't...
3: Well, Apparently I'm aware. His... <laughs> MF...
1: Apparently his subreddit is now a Taylor Swift subreddit, and they've, they're have they coping.
3: That, that's kind of it. upsetting, because before it was a Taylor Swift subreddit, it was a holocaust memorial subreddit. Oh, I must have gotten it mixed up then, because I could have sworn it was a Taylor no, Swift No, it, it was both. It was morphing. both morphing.
1: Oh my god. And that
2: is six and a half minutes for the second mention of the Nazis.
1: Okay. To be fair, it's it's a decently spicy topic. I just wanted to get out of the way. Yeah, yeah. Jesus,
2: good. Go. We we live in oh, some so interesting it's... times.
3: So you're saying it's a bad time to bring up a uh, Lenny Reef install, right? Who? Yeah, probably. Uh, the vaguely related to the Nazis. Did you see uh, that that new Disney tweet where it said 1939 was a better time?
1: N- what? No, huh?
3: Yeah. Huh? And I'm like, hmm, I wonder what happened in 1939. Surely nothing well, bad happened in that year. That was a good year. Do I want to know? I, I, What the wh- Just was like it how Disney in 1938, tweet? Walt Disney invited Lenny Reifenstahl to Disney Studios. Does oh, Devin, God. do you know who Lenny Reifenstahl was? No, I don't! If you were playing the home game who don't know who Lenny Riefenstahl was, she was the uh, pet director of Adolf Hitler
2: who she directed
3: uh, such hits as Olympia.
2: She wasn't the main one. Lenny Riefenstahl, so she produced, edited, and wrote oh, no, no, a lot she was of them. Pretty,
3: She was fucking pretty high up there, my man.
2: I know she was, but the um, uh, was it Goebbels was the, um, the guy who directed a lot of the more famous propaganda films out of Nazi Germany. Uh... Sorry, like, if, I, if Adam hasn't mentioned on the podcast, well, Adam has a bachelor's in film and uh, did a study at the Propaganda Films as part of his thesis, uh, I think in my first year of um, my bachelor's degree. Uh, so Lenny and... Was it Goebbels or was it... Um, Himmler? I one of know. the big inner circle... Yeah, one of the big inner circle was basically feeding her the ideas and she just ran with it because she wanted to be like this German uh, German maverick Uh, because she was really heavily inspired by a lot of, like, the Soviet expressionism stuff, and she saw the propaganda that the Soviets did in the uh, mid-20s through to about the uh, late 30s, particularly things like Battleship, Potemkin, and Strike, Uh, and she kind of ran with it, and then, I mean, you can watch a lot of these films, they are, of course, public domain, you can watch a lot of them on uh, YouTube free, uh, and you can see the techniques she used, particularly trying to align, like... uh, the uprise of the Third Reich with like things like the Olympians and the uprise of like the Third Reich with uh, things like
3: uh, yeah with, uh, with German mythology. mythology
2: yeah like it was it was uh it, it's, it's it's an interesting case study nowadays when you look at like um again we're not going too far down this rabbit hole but it's very interesting to look at it from the lens of modern uh, modern political unrest particularly in North America namely the United States when you look at guys like the uh, the shaman bloke who uh, tried to break into the Capitol building a couple of years ago. Um, And you look at that and go, huh, huh, huh.
3: If you'd like like to learn more, type in uh, Triumph of the Will or Victory of the Faith. That movie doesn't exist anymore for political reasons. I think that's still... I think that's still... Okay. No, there's like one or two copies of that film that survived to today, Victory of the Faith. Yeah. Cause, uh, th- th- not, not to go down the history rabbit hole, but once upon a time, Hitler had a friend who he decided was not his friend anymore and then erased him from reality.
2: Oh, uh, Riefenstahl was, was Joseph Goebbels was the one I was looking for. It was, it was Joseph Goebbels, the Minister of Propaganda.
3: Yep. Anyway, That's, uh, yeah. hey, let's, let's uh, go, go uh, take an aid announcement <laughs> in like four days? We're getting a take an aid announcement. What? Yeah, Jeff Keighley has just told me. Jeff Keighley
1: told you specifically we're getting a Tekken 8 announcement.
3: Yeah, but he he had to translate for Harada. Don't ask me for fucking anything, man. I mean, that was leaked
2: a while ago because I think it was the Avoiding the Puddle guys got sent t shirts that were too small. They said yeah. change the game awards at this yeah, time. They're Aris like, a the
3: fat bastard. Quote me on it. Mediums.
2: <laughs> oh, he'll tell you. He'll tell you he's a fat bastard. Yeah, they, no, um, he they sent him this a is. He's a complete
3: fat bastard.
2: They sent him a medium, and, and he's me. like, yeah, this ain't gonna fit. And on the, on the box, like, take eight, out, of the game awards at this time, on this day, and they're like, oh, well, obviously they're gonna announce something, then.
3: Speaking of game awards, let's briefly go over their game of the year picks, and then you tell me which one you're, you think will win. Okay. Um, the nominees
2: yeah. are... Before we, should, before we get into this, we should probably preface the game, as of time recording, the Game Awards are what, four days away? Five days away? Yeah,
3: it's four days away. For those of you that are uh, not time travelers, mm. uh, the Game Awards are December 8th, 2022, in case yeah, you so didn't get away. that memo, or you're in the future. Which is the future for us.
2: Yes. So by the time this comes now, out, a- the Game Awards would have happened.
3: Yeah, by the time this will come out, the awards will have happened, and we'll all go, oh yeah, of course that one won. Mm. And The nominees are... A Plague Tale Requiem. Elden Ring. Mm -hmm. God of War Ragnarok. Horizon Forbidden West. Not that one. Xenoblade Chronicles 3. Probably not that one. And Stray.
2: It's probably gonna be Elden Ring, isn't it?
3: Stray feels like a meme pick. I don't even know why it's in the running.
2: Oh probably because like it was really, really popular for like twenty minutes and it's it wasn't a, um... even that good. I haven't played it, so I got no take on it, but it was really popular for like, you know, for it had a fifty minutes of fame. And I think honestly, it's just more there as like something different compared to everything else, you know? Yeah. It's kind of a to feel pick. It's it's like was was it a couple of years ago they um uh what the hell was it they threw in there last year that was very clearly left to feel? Hang on, Game Awards 2020. Well, he's well, he's nominee.
1: googling that. Um, I'm I'll hmm. I mean, because I'll be honest, I only played one of those games this year, and it was it was stray. So I don't feel like I can genuinely give a um an answer on that one. I mean,
2: uh, yeah. So last year's nominee, Psychonauts two, was just thrown in there for shits and giggles because no one actually really liked that game that much.
1: Um, fuck
3: it,
2: double fine. Uh. I mean, yeah, it wasn't as charming as
3: as the original, I'll say that much.
2: Yeah, but also Deathloop was in there, and Deathloop was kind of a mess. But yeah, I think the nominees last year were It Takes Two, Resident Evil Village, Psychonauts 2, Metroid Dread, Deathloop, and Ratchet and Clank. I still think Red should
3: have taken it over Village,
2: Oh no, the Um, winner was It Takes Two.
3: Oh yeah, that's right, now I remember why I was more upset.
2: Yeah, which, I mean, I I get why that game won it, because again, this is a popularity contest.
3: Yeah, Um, that's all it
2: is. But, like, it was definitely a bit of an air moment. Like, this year I'm pretty convinced Elden Ring is going to win it. Because nobody can stand the fucking Sony fanboys on Twitter, like, trying to compare it to God of War. And I was like, these are two totally different styles of games. Shut the fuck up.
3: What do you mean? They're both men with sword? he go on an adventure.
2: God of Wii. Also with Elden Ring, like, I'm still seeing people talk about that game. Now you know. I was actually on Twitter earlier when I was out with the wife doing some uh, holiday shopping, and uh, a lot of people were talking about like still sharing tips on how to beat certain bosses, builds, you know, this, that, and the other. You know, I think that's going to be that's going to be relevant for a very, very long time to come, and probably longer than. I hate to say it, it's probably going to be a new Bloodborne in terms of like from software title. We don't stop hearing about, you know. Oh, oh so cool! We'll so never it's be a see it game again
3: and after 15 years. Got it. Yep. Yeah, I was
1: going to say it's going to be a game that I'm going to buy for 15 dollars, get about you know halfway through, and then say fuck it, I'm done. You'll probably like this one when you like Bloodborne, because of Bloodborne. You, know, you do have endgame scenarios where if you get stuck, you can't progress. With this, everyone one, was just... saying that's the thing. Okay, here's the thing: I, I, I've talked about this to, to, into Oblivion, but like. I just they're just I just don't vibe with them. I I just can't like. And was like, oh well, you like fighting games, you like Bloodborne because it's more offensively. And you know I'm just like, I no, I don't I don't like it. It's just not for me. And, and just and that's the biggest fear I have with buying Elden Ring because I feel like if I if I buy it and I play it and I end up not liking it, I'll just have wasted my money. And that's why I'm waiting for it to go on sale.
2: You so you might vibe with this on a bit more just because if you get stuck, you get frustrated. Just go to an area where there's easier enemies and you can just bitch slap them for a bit to get the stress out, you know? Um, Maybe. Or even just find a different, like, uh, map boss to have fun with.
3: Yeah, know. but then you it... get to a certain point in the video game and all the options kind of disappear. That yeah, is
2: the only thing, yeah.
3: And it does fall apart for me.
2: Would you rather that? Would you rather another obnoxious round of Sony ponying after The Last of Us Part Two won the other year?
3: No. I don't care. Neither yeah. of them. <laughs> Jeff Keighley won't let me say this in public, but it is a three hour long commercial. I hate it. Oh yeah, no, one hundred percent. Like
2: anybody who is unironically watching that show, like like deserves
1: a slap. A really the only big time, fucking slap. The only time I ever watched it was just for the the Smash announcements, and when they announced Steph Roth, like, yo, let's go. Okay, great. Ten out of ten. Like, that was, that, was, that was it. That was the only time I ever gave a shit. I don't even know where Jeff Keeley even came from. Did he just spawn into existence? It's like, I'm the magic game man, and I no, pick no, the no, games no, no, that are no. Je- good. Jeff,
3: Ke- Jeff Keighley's been around since Tech t- uh, Tech TV and earlier. Like, okay, you gotta G- remember, I, TV, I grew up, right? I didn't
1: have, like, cable or, this man or satellite.
3: This G4 in terms yeah. of game journalism, and he's one I of don't... the few people who actually are the journalist part.
2: And he was, um... He was one of the early people on IGN as well in like the early two thousands. Like he's been right. I
3: think it was IGN, he was associated with question mark.
2: Like Spike video game awards was him, so he's always been kind of in this weird game awards like type
3: thing. It's not even game awards, it's just game coverage in general.
2: Yeah.
1: So we just decided to make a game awards show or
2: yeah i mean i get why he did it because there really wasn't anything like tying together like this in this industry the problem is is that like every one of their fucking mother does a game awards type show on every publication you know yeah like ign will have their picks for game of the year destructoid will have their picks for game of the year fucking polygon kotaku uh, tech raptor whatever fucking like if you are a game you website
3: read. if you are a game website or publication you have some form of game award show yeah so like it was it felt a bit i don't know like an excuse
2: to sell ads for three hours more than anything else which again it is and i'll be honest if it wasn't for the fact that we like to riff on it i probably would skip it and just watch the trailers in the morning which is what i normally do if i'm completely fucking blunt but like I get why it became a thing there wasn't like a unifying show but I don't know what really ends up being is just fucking fanboy bait for stupid discussions from idiots on twitter claiming this that and the other is superior. I don't fucking know just play your video games and shut the fuck up people also all- again on, on, on medication impossible Give me say
3: second. all it is is uh d- jerking off into the air motion yeah for, for
1: three like hours Three hours,
2: yeah. Also, no one knows how old Jeff Keighley is. He was either born in 78 or 79, according to his profile. Is Jeff he Keighley an immortal vampire?
1: Even... Oh, wait. Okay.
2: so, on.
3: Yeah, so I mean, he, I... he, he and uh, Keanu came out of the same batch. <laughs>
1: uh. I just, I don't know. I guess it's just I've never taken much stock into other people's, like, opinions on video games or media in general. Because, um i don't know i've been i've been recommended many a thing and i ended up not liking that thing it was just like and 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 the thing with that is like if i say i didn't like it some people take that as like a personal slight against them and it's just like no i just i didn't enjoy it i mean it's fine i'm not saying it's bad but i just didn't have a good time with it like apparently
2: those people are fucking idiots and this is coming from a critic yeah (laughs) like this is like i i have given things a shit slapping that people got butthurt about i think one of the ones that comes to my mind was the billy and mandy game on ps2 like i slapped the shit out of that thing in my video i didn't it and people threw a histrionic and i'm like i'm sorry game bad and you don't need to get me started and whenever i point out that sonic adventure one and two are actually bad um whenever i point that out on twitter how, how ugly that gets like some people can't divorce criticism of a media property from their personal identity, which is a bit silly, but that's kind of the world we live in, you know? Like, people, particularly, uh, particularly in certain parts of the world, they have a bit of a tribalism about it and a bit of a sports culture about it, which is kind of silly, if I'm honest with you. But, um, I w- yeah.
3: Hmm. I want to say that this is a 30 and younger problem. Because a a lot of this is uh, you did not have a childhood of things. You had a childhood of brand. Yeah, that's a good way of looking at it. So, like, if you're going like, oh, yeah, you know, don't talk shit about Disney. Disney was my childhood. It's like my man and my guy. That is a corporation. That is not a person. That is not a friend. That is a business entity. You could say films or your childhood you watched a lot of films you don't necessarily have to be oh i watched a lot of disney growing up like i don't care company bad yeah i, I mean and a lot of people take it
1: again as like a personal slight against them if you don't like something like especially the one that really chaps my ass is when people make their whole personality like harry potter it's just like I don't <laughs> give a fuck what magical fucking sorting hat told you what magical room you were gonna be in. I I genuinely don't care. You're like in front of me on the highway going forty and a fifty. Just fucking get out of my way. Like, yeah, it's, but it's my not yeah, cute. but You're my Buzzfeed
3: test said that I was a Hufflepuff. Is BuzzFeed your Buzzfeed test
1: thing? can suck my nuts? On, is the Barnum effect thing? is real weird. Don't get it.
3: Yeah.
1: Oh yeah, again, don't don't buy the I think I said it last episode, but I'll say it this episode just for good measure. Don't buy the anti Semitic turf simulator, please. Thank you. Okay. It's
2: sorry, just I, I went sorry, I went out the rabbit hallway sent out to Sorry, BuzzFeed is still apparently a thing, but like it is just significantly dwindled in value and viewership, uh, readership. Uh Wow, what are the odds? Alright. I am them trying to get into serious journalism and like like, around the time of we'll the like 2016 know. American election. And, yeah, I just remember it being really weird and really awkward. This BuzzFeed like, yeah. quiz
1: will tell you who you have to vote for. Right.
2: I'd like to hear that for him. But, yeah. but,
3: but, but, but Orange Man of Voldemort.
1: I, oh, I hate that so much. I, oh, God, please separate fiction Brandon from
2: hell. Oh,
3: Brandon Gryffindor. God.
2: Why... I, i'm gonna say mm. something a little controversial why are americans like this
3: it's not an america this is an american thing
2: you. you do not see this back home you do not see this in anywhere else in the western world this is an american thing why are americans like this i don't know like the disney adult phenomenon I assure you, is almost exclusively an American thing. The Harry Potter fucking hyperfixation fan thing? Don't get me wrong, there's people who are definitely a bit too attached to it in, like, Back Home, but they're not this fucking level. Like, you don't- this, this idea of kinning is almost exclusively, like, a fucking American thing. The phrase stand, for God's sake, came from an American
1: rap song. Like, what is wrong with the Yanks? I have a lot of questions. I still can't get over the fact that they that they call it standing, referencing the Eminem song Stan, and not realizing what kind of like fanatic Stan was, to the point where, well, you've heard the song, and if you haven't, yeah. pause the episode, go listen to the song, come back, and then we'll go from there. You know, it's, it's a bit music video. fucked. Watch after
3: music video. you come back, remember, the, after you watch the music video, listen to the song, buy an album, remember mm-hmm. the phrase... Stan Luna, and you'll understand all of it. Everything.
1: And and, and I think Xander said before too. Like we don't need a new word for fan because fan is like fanatic. Yeah,
3: like, yeah. You know. We already have. We already have the word.
1: Yeah, it's unnecessary. I don't care if I sound like a boomer. I don't give a shit. It's so unnecessary. It's so weird. Embrace the better millennial, Devin. Embrace. Anyway,
3: stand something. I will have. I will have umbrage.
1: Anyways, uh, Stan Satohara. Uh,
3: Don't.
1: <laughs> <laughs> he's gonna listen back over this. Don't give a He's gonna,
3: a shit he's gonna he do can it. listen back over it.
2: <laughs> also, I apologize. I apologize that that sounded a bit more unhinged than my usual self. I'm just realizing, like, listening back, listening back to my own head, I'm like,
1: wow. No, it's fine. I just went it's off. <laughs> Sorry, Americans. It's fine. Stan, Stan, culture is is weird. It's it is weird. I mean, like. It's it's it, I I don't see it back home though. That's the thing that kills me. I
2: don't you have see this shit.
3: People back home. that set fire to their own hometown because football team lost. What are you talking about?
1: Yeah, there, I did see okay. a I did see a video this, today of this, a guy flipping his flipping the fuck out because his team was losing and he destroyed his TV like he stabbed it and everything. Like, yeah, bro. here's the
2: thing: people do that for sports, but they don't do that for anything else. Like they understand this. They understand that treating politics like a sports team is a bad thing. They understand that criticizing a sports team is like is not like an affront on them. And it's not like pick a side you know you know what I mean? It's not like I, tribalism. Uh, are you in, sure about that?
3: Pretty sure about Philly that. Philly exists. I don't think you're too sure on that. No, what about
2: back home, not like current
0: home? Oh, okay. Yeah. I was gonna yeah, say cur- like...
2: cur- current home, no, one hundred percent Philadelphia. Like I love the city of Philadelphia. I I love you guys. You scare me sometimes.
3: <laughs> Maybe they'll finally get around to actually completing setting the city on fire. You <laughs> can only hope. Uh they've got a lot to get through.
1: They got they got to finish anyway. greasing
2: the fireballs first.
1: Anyway, um, it's just I don't know. I, it's just being a fanatic about something. It's it's okay to enjoy things, but when you like when you make it your whole personality to enjoy that thing. Or you you can't take criticism of that thing, then you definitely need to just like step away for a little bit. It, it, please get just just seek seek help.
2: Yeah, we don't need another fucking Tumblr era of uh, social uh, media interactions, do we? We already no. do.
3: Tumblr's back, remember? Oh yeah, Tumblr right, never but... died, baby. It's still
1: it. Porn's back on Tumblr. Let's go.
2: Hard That's disagree on that
3: one.
1: Oh, it's not.
2: Well, I can't find a nice pair of boobies on Tumblr.
3: I
1: don't
2: know. i do not
1: so. I could have sworn it was back.
2: I don't know, like the VTubers are all going to Tumblr right now. I think it's because a lot of them just don't want to do a Twitter's algorithm anymore because it suppresses links or something.
1: I don't know. Let's 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 not even. I don't. I want to go back to talking about Twitter. I I, I hate yeah. that site. I hate that site so fucking much. I, oh, God. It, yeah. 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 What? So what have you guys played recently? Uh, I beat Sonic Frontiers the other night. It was, I... it was really fun.
2: I haven't been playing much of anything new recently. Um, I'll be honest; I've been kind of busy with work stuff, and also I've been trying to work out, um, I guess, my holiday stuff and just just vibing. And I'm also playing a lot of old games again, you know.
1: I did just pick up that Virtual on for you, so I mean. Oh yes,
2: when I get to, I will very much enjoy playing
1: that. Hell yeah! yeah. I I'm trying to look for. I'm trying to get through my backlog of stuff because, um, like I said, I just so I just finished Frontiers. I just finished Pokemon Violet. Um, and I think I, I need a, oh God, what, what other game did I buy that I didn't finish? There's a lot of shit. man, I am so bad about finishing games sometimes. Like I, I still haven't gotten through like a great Ace attorney and I feel bad about that one because like I love Ace attorney, but just I just have not found the time to just sit down and play it. and that's that's 100% on me. because uh, executive dysfunction, I'll be like, all right, time to do something. I'll just sit there and be like, well, did nothing.
3: <laughs> yeah. They
1: must love you at the day job. Just it kills me. Like at work, at work I'll do what I need to do. I'll just do my job, you know, you know, send me something to do, I'll do it. But it's just like when I get off work, I'm just kind of like drained and I just don't I don't find time to do stuff anymore. And I guess that's on me, really. I just I'm bad at time management, I guess. It's just like yeah. Finding time to do stuff. It now that I have like a full-time job i just i can't do it and it's weird because like or maybe it's after moving i I don't know because back when i was in college and and i had like a part-time job and i had college and i was living with like my roommates like i feel like i had more time to do stuff and like
2: You, you you weren't like working 40 hours a week and you know
1: yeah, but I was still going to school, so I technically, I was even busier. Like, I would go...
2: Like you're going to multiple places and getting around multiple areas. I had more chance to expose exposed to multiple things and,
1: you know, thus do multiple things, you know? Yeah. It's just like, well, because I was going to college, I'd get up at, you know, I'd be at school from, like, 7 to 4, and I'd work from 4 to, to like, a 10, and i get off work, and it's just like, okay, now I'm going to go do something, like, play a game or whatever. You know, it's just... Oh, no. I I feel like I, even back then, I feel like I had more time.
2: Hmm. You also it's weird. This, I don't know. This, like, this thing now where, like, you're getting older and you've got less energy. Like, that's a thing? No. Like, you guys have been with me on Discord calls, so it's about midnight, and what happens? Adam falls asleep. Adam's a sleepy bitch who can't stay awake. I am um, so I hit 30, and just my body went, midnight? That's time to get to bed.
1: Bitch behavior. It's not bitch
2: behavior, it's a good fucking body clock considering I gotta be up. I I start luck harder than you do, but so it's actually pretty good behavior. Bitch behavior.
3: (sighs) Oh, dear.
1: It sucks. Anyway, but I do want to get back to playing games, though, for sure. Um, I want to finish Doom. I, like, all the Dooms I've been playing. Like, I need to finish 2016. I need to finish the original. I need to eventually get Eternal. I just, Mm. I just haven't done it. (laughs) Eternal's a lot of fun. Is lot of, I know. Fun. I know. And I thank Flyer very very much for for getting or showing me how to get to play the first Doom uh legally, legally, totally totally legally. Uh 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 well, yeah, you can just, yeah. you, can just buy, you can just buy literally like Doom Master
2: Collection with Doom 2 on Steam. Usually it's like a buck. Or you can find it on key sites for even less than that honestly. Say <laughs> all so, the lords and you can just literally run Zenat as a GZ Doom
1: or
0: whatever whatever
1: and just fucking go, you know. Yeah. It's fun. though. I, I like never growing up playing the first person shooters and then going back and playing the original Doom as, you know, playing uh, as they are now, you know, by comparison, I can see, you know, how this spawned a whole genre. And I think what I like most about it is that it gives me a sense of adventure still. Like I'm, I'm running around looking for stuff, looking for keys, looking for secrets, which you don't get that very much from like your more modern shooters, I guess. Yeah.
2: Well, here's a question for you do you have the three-dimensional aiming turned on in the modern source ports of doom or do you have it properly classic i think i have the three-dimensional aiming on so that you can actually aim by like moving up and down like instead of just yeah. aiming your gun in vague direction there was no up and down it was just left or right you know
1: yeah no yeah it's on okay
2: yeah so you're not playing classic classic you're playing modern classic gotcha I mean, is that such a bad thing? I, do... Yeah, not really. I mean, there's an ar- there's there's arguments either way. Like I must have, I've been playing a lot of the Doom ports on Switch, and it's just because they're decent portable ports, I'm honest with you, for Doom One and Two, um, and those are the classic way of just left right point gun in vague direction aim and fire, you know.
1: I I guess I again I never played I never played it on my computer when I was younger, um, because yeah. I just I just never did. Um, you know, this, is, you know, this is surprisingly good Doom port. Mm.
2: Doom Game Boy Advance. What? Yeah, it's the one I actually grew up playing. Doom, Doom Game Boy Advance, surprisingly good Doom port. I don't believe you. No, seriously, it's it's it's. So you take the good bits of some of the other classic
1: console ports, but then you put on a thirty-two bit engine. That's no. That yeah. The Game, Game Boy, Boy screen's Bang. way no. The Game Boy screen is way too small for that. In Game but Advance it runs I mean it's fine, it's great for a portable Did it game come back okay, so answer me this. Did it come out before the SP or before the S P? Before. Or after. I before? Think
2: right before.
1: Yeah, it was it was like one
2: of those midlife G B A ports.
1: Okay, so would that mean that if
3: I played it on a backlit GBA everything would look washed out? No, actually it looks fine on a backlit GBA. I think you're mm. gonna have to watch the uh the A V G N episode about the Doom ports to learn more about this one.
1: Oh, yeah. I I, I, oh Yeah, that's right, he did do that, didn't he? Yep. Mm.
3: was a Halloween special this year. John yeah, Romero that's... shows up in that episode.
2: Uh, John Romero's gonna make you his bitch.
3: Okay. <laughs> Fucking Daikatana. Don't bring up that. I'm Katana. not playing
1: Daikatana. It's not happening. Dude, that is a video just waiting to happen for me, isn't it? Oh, you're John Tron Awakening. Oh, 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 oh,
3: oh, oh, <laughs> oh, wasn't that like the?
1: I'm not saying that was his first video, but that's like the first video I can remember, like when he first started. And
3: I think
2: that actually was his first, like, was major it? video. Yeah.
1: I want to go on a full conversation about that, but okay, that's it's weird thinking. So okay, so I I don't want to talk about like him, but I do want to talk about just how like YouTubers in general is just like how the production value has like evolved over time. Like looking at like yeah. a bunch of like YouTubers early stuff to what they have now. It's insane. It's like
3: well, it's, it's like watching you
1: huh? It's like that's natural progression, plus you also get a budget, you know?
2: Yeah. You, I mean you, well you, you might want a, get a budget. You
3: want a good example of that exact thing? Mm. Markiplier. I have not I've never. Early watched, to uh, now is a completely different animal.
2: Like you may have some ghosts, you might have some like filmmaking techniques under that belt. Like, I look at the A V Gen, right? But you look at like mm-hmm. the production values, like the early stuff, compared to like now. Like it's it's
3: mind blowing
2: how far it's come. And now is it's it is a team up? of people, you know.
3: It is I, interesting. I I, I mean, I, we we have very actively like like I brought up Markiplier. Like, like he's nominated for like a daytime Emmy.
1: What? I didn't know this. Yeah, look it up. <laughs> That's no way. Congratulations. Well, I type in uh, Markiplier, and the first thing he shows up is OnlyFans, so it's that?
3: uh, Oh, yeah, he did do that. They they did get him there. For those of you that are just hearing about Markiplier OnlyFans, he issued a challenge to his community to get him to, like, number one on Spotify. I think Joe Rogan's thing was number one. he's like, yeah, if if you get my podcast Distractable, don't watch that. Keep listening to this. Don't go anywhere. Stop telling people that other podcasts exist. They'll Look, find out we're bad and leave. He's a good host. We should get him Fuck. on. <laughs> Fuck. Anyway, he's like, yeah, if you get uh, distractible to, like, number one, I'll make an OnlyFans, and all the OnlyFans money will go to charity. Oh, and I mean, they did it.
2: So what does he post in his OnlyFans? Like?
0: I don't
3: know. I'm not news, fucking or... giving him $5 a month to find out. Does he post whole I don't I'm not giving him five four, but whatever it is a month to find out you want to find out you do it
1: I don't want to I don't want to do wait it until it gets
3: posted on 4chan. I don't know
1: I don't want to be I only flashbanged flashbanged by Markiplier hole when I or, or when I look it up, you know
3: Anyway getting back to the point uh, <laughs> Markiplier's YouTube series called in space with Markiplier which was I want to say he did kind of like a choose your own adventure web series. Okay, I haven't watched it, but I kind of vaguely recall that's what it was about. Uh, that got nominated for an Emmy for quote outstanding interactive media. Oh, huh. I don't. Now, I don't think it's. Won, I don't think they've done the Emmys yet. so I don't think he's won anything, but he he has been. Nominated, apparently another uh, YouTube person has been nominated for an Emmy.
2: I mean, besides hope- hopefully it's Jack Films gets nominated next for his uh, Choose Your Own Adventure,
3: uh, Date the Grinch. Let's see, uh, the other nominee to originate on YouTube is Tab Time, a, I'm assuming, cookie show hosted by actress and chef Tabitha Brown. Oh, cool. So yeah, there's two YouTubers that have Emmy nominations.
1: That's weird. That's I, impressive. Uh...
3: Yeah. Uh, I mean, well, there's people who
2: started in YouTube who have like gone on to win awards. Didn't um, uh, Bo Burnham for win something for Inside? or Am I making that up?
3: I, I don't think I don't think Bo Burnham started on YouTube. I think he I think he, he was did. a stand-up first, and then then he yeah. became a. Makes makes Bo Burnham did,
1: did stand up and then yeah
3: yeah I want to say he did stand up and then like he did YouTube stuff but he was still a stand up
1: yeah that makes sense which speaking of Bo Burnham love that guy Um, I, I only got into him like recently on, on on like the whole comedy Uh, like for a while I so like back when I was driving between um, Oklahoma and Texas before I moved out mm-hmm. here uh, I used to listen to comedy like channels to keep me awake while driving because that's, that's like a seven-hour drive, and I was very tired, um, and comedy would keep me awake because it's people talking, and, I'm, and I feel engaged when, when people are talking. It just keeps me, keeps me up and going. So like, I would, I would listen to comedy podcasts or, or comedy shows, and sometimes on the satellite channel, I'd hear Bo Burnham, and I'd hear his music, and I, I got really into it. Like I really enjoyed it. So I, I followed him for the last couple of years, and then he just kind of like poof you know, mm-hmm. out of nowhere. And and I understand why. And then he made Inside. And I'm just like, whoa, okay, cool. You know, he's doing this again. So I don't know if he's still doing content. Also, if he's not sure he's still making it. It's fine if he's not. You know, mental health takes precedence over all things, I would argue. Um, But what he does make is really good. And I really enjoy it. So, I mean, if he won something off it, it wouldn't shock me if he did.
2: I think he's working on something else, yeah. Because I know there's like an extended cut of um, Inside just released. Like an extra hour really yeah so i think he's working on something else huh which would surprise me i think if he wants to be that guy he like just drops
1: a special once every three four years and disappears like that do that dude do that dude. you know what i mean better I mean, him than claiming he's silenced on the internet and then getting a netflix special with a bunch of money i mean just saying
2: i was trying to not bring that up but yeah you know what i mean like just, just be, <laughs> like, be, be that guy be that guy you know there's, there's, there's a bunch of be that there's a bunch of those people that do that kind of, you know, kind of that model, and it's always fun when they finally drop something, you know? Like, it's yeah. it's fine.
1: Listen, um, listen to us internet peons who, who have not created anything of value. Yeah, do that. I mean, thanks, asshole. Um, <laughs> hey. I'm not sorry. <laughs> Get cut. I
3: mean, he's right. He um, should say it.
2: Uh... But um but yeah, like who else does that? Fucking um I mean you guys probably aren't familiar with Peter Kay from back home. He's a comedian from mm-hmm. back home. He's doing his comeback, first time in like ten plus years he's done stand up. a uh, hugely successful comeback. Uh you know, there's a whole bunch of people who do that sort of thing. Like it's it's, it's a good model. Just you know, just just come back when you actually something funny to work with. Don't try and force a special out every Christmas and make us suffer through it every goddamn holiday season, you fucking puppet bastard. Oh. Ugh. Oh are you talking about who I think you're talking about? Yeah, yeah. I can't remember his name now, but the, the one with You the said
1: Puppet button. Bastard, so I'm thinking Jeff Dunham.
2: That's the cunt. Ah uh. <laughs> I believe on I believe that one is the definition of deserving of being called a cunt, yes. I yeah. Um
1: you you, you down the head, I guess. Um it's just not I,
2: funny. Like, oh my god, what, like oh, I don't I don't want to talk too much shit about family, but we usually want to uh certain time it was on christmas love seeing the family love the family no sure that but like last year they had like one of those specials on a loop and i'm just like it's not funny and i'm sat here just like these jokes aren't funny they're just racist or they're just like boomer jokes and i'm like oh my god
3: yeah i I, I...
1: When, when i was younger i will admit yeah at first it was funny but then, like when you get older, it's just like, oh no, this is just being annoying for comedy. And then, and then like he joke, you jump into Walter, and it's just like, now I'm old and I hate my wife. Comedy.
3: Yeah, I hate my wife. You know how it is.
1: Exactly. Speaking of speaking of hate my wife fly, why aren't you like looking at some ancient Greek
2: jokes?
3: Yeah. Oh, basically, oh.
2: just I like, hate my wife. Like, what, what, No, what there's those?
3: only a couple of those that are uh, about that. What, uh, joke. what our boy is talking about here is the Philogelos hmm. which is the uh, oldest existing joke book that we've got, and it's like 1,600 years old?
1: That's insane.
3: Oh. Most that's, of that's... them aren't that good.
1: I mean, humor has evolved, I would say, over the last uh, 1,600 years, I would hope, but uh, fart jokes are eternal, apparently.
2: Yeah, it's not the oldest recorded joke, like a fart joke.
3: Yeah.
1: Amazing. I mean, do you want me to tell
3: that one? Yeah, go if for it. I don't
1: have it up, but go right ahead. All
3: right, uh, l- 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 let me see if I can remember it off the top of my head. Uh, something that has not happened since time immemorial. A woman has not farted in her husband's lap. <laughs> that is the oldest surviving joke
2: that we are and it's of. a fart joke it, <laughs>
1: it's I like mean, it's not terrible actually you know
2: people people fart like have always farted have a, always will fart you know I sincerely doubt we will evolve to the point we don't have an anus so you're gonna just be p- hooting and tooting
3: <laughs> until you die God, yeah, the Greek joke book isn't a lot better.
2: Actually, I think you'd be putting into it to a little bit after you die as well, but uh, you tell us something about the Greek joke book, uh,
3: Flyer. Alright, uh, as I said, it's called the uh, Philogelos, and it's got like a uh, quarter thousand jokes in it. Good okay. lord. Let me pull up an example of one. They're about different subjects. This one is about an idiot. About me? Yeah. Oh my gosh! Alright, you ready? I'm ready! An idiot asks a, a silversmith to make him a lamp. How big do you want me to make it? The silversmith asks. The idiot replies, uh, big enough so that eight people can see by it. <laughs> That's but the a joke. S- That's the whole joke. That's
1: <laughs> pretty dumb. Oh my god.
3: Now, I should point out, the Romans did have a better sense of comedy. Than the Greeks. As is so often the case with many Roman-compared-to-Greek-things.
1: I mean, the Greeks didn't give
3: us the aqueducts.
1: Judging from what I've seen, the Greeks were too busy sucking and fucking to do anything else, so...
3: Yeah, they didn't have a lot of jokes about sucking and fucking according to the joke book.
1: Unfortunate.
3: Why aren't there more jokes about sucking and fucking?! There probably were, but they were considered too rude to be in the joke book.
2: I've been Fuck. to Pompeii, I'm just saying. I've seen what they put on their goddamn walls.
3: Yeah, that's what they oh, put yeah, on the, the
1: walls, too. The ancient graffiti?
2: Bruh, there is... Do, do you know how many dicks there are all over Pompeii? <laughs> <laughs> no! Like, oh, but there on. are a
3: lot. There are uh, right. t- way more than you would expect.
2: Like, you walk through it, right, and the opening area was, like, found by the British and by, I think, the Italian... was The Italians
3: were right there.
2: It was a British Italian like funded dick, right? And I think a large part of it was like funded by a religious group. It may have been the Catholic Church, don't quote me on that. They saw all the dicks and freaked out, and there's like plaster over random parts of the walls because they're trying to cover up the nudity. But like, yeah, you just go through bits where it would have uncovered later and dug out, there's just fucking tits and dicks and assholes and vaginas <laughs> and just fucking and sucking everywhere. Like, it's just like holy shit and like, oh. the tour guy was really excited to walk us through like a, what was a brothel and he's like pointing at the, the ceiling and like yeah so each door here man woman we go we went through the woman door he's like do you want a skinny one a medium-sized one or a fat one and just like what size tit do you want it was just like oh
3: my
1: god these guys had it efficient the the roguelike dungeon of a
3: brothel Right, <laughs> and I'm like Jesus you say that, Christ. but let me let me let me remind you of my favorite my favorite piece of graffiti from Pompeii that was on oh. a bar slash brothel. <laughs> Weep, you girls! My penis has given you up. Now it penetrates men's behinds. Goodbye, <laughs> wondrous femininity. <laughs> <laughs> okay, <laughs> then. <laughs> this, That's one hell of a way to
1: come out of the closet. Alternatively, oh, w- some... on
3: another bar, there is this one that says, I screwed the barmaid?
1: Hell yeah. Ten, ten, high five that guy into the past.
2: I- I'll have That's to see amazing. if I can find a picture of it, but like one of the things the tour guy was really amused to point out to us, right, was... um. This graffiti done by like a child of like a ferret gladiator. So besides having a sword in his hand, guess what this child gave his ferret gladiator? A dick. A massive dong. Yeah. Oh my just God. this like, I'm just
1: like these guys just love tits and dicks. I mean, can like, you blame them?
3: It was just ridiculous. Like I, I want to say that we, I want to say that Pompeii also has, I think, the oldest recorded uh, restaurant critique. I believe it
1: well isn't there like also the oldest recorded um like customer complaint about like copper or something yeah something like that yeah see i'll be honest i'm I, and i'm gonna 100 blame it on just where i'm from but like i don't have like the best um knowledge when it comes to world history yeah. like I, I, like there's the stuff that you learn when you're like early in school like you know stuff Mesopotamia. And, like, you know, agriculture and stuff like that. And then it goes from there. But, like, I feel like in school and, like, from my own vague memory, like, I remember some of that. I remember some of, like, the stuff that happened in Egypt. And then, like, for some reason, it's just, like, blank from there all the way until, like, hey, uh, 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 England, Europe, you know, Catholic church, go, you know, from there. It's just, like, I think, I don't know. It's just, like, maybe I should have... Spent more time in history or, or something like that, because I mean, I'll, I'll be the, more, that the most recent yeah. things I know, I think it's just probably due to just just general education. It's just like, I just don't know too much about that kind of history. Like, I know a lot about because I guess because my history teacher in college, I somehow know a lot more about the Philippines and Hawaii than I did before I went to college. But that's about yeah. all I could really remember.
2: I'll be honest, having a lot of like the history and geography. So I, I didn't take the history. Well, so in my school, you basically chose you, when you took certain classes. uh The choice given to us was history or geography, right? And I chose to not do history. I figured geography was more interesting to me at the time, so I chose geography. Do you know how much like history you learn when you do geography? like I probably actually learned more history than the guys who took the history course because the history course I... is mostly about like what they These World War Two basically is their main yeah. thing. Yeah and like do you know how much random knowledge you learn about random countries uh history and why they speak certain languages or this that and the other and it was so funny it was basically just yeah here's the harder history course
1: you fucking idiot i remember i remember doing geography and learning a lot about like the aztec history and stuff like that and and Mm. and around that area but i don't remember too terribly much about Anything else? I mean, most of the most knowledge I have is just from, I guess, from just the area I'm at, you know, and and I'm not sure if I should be embarrassed about that, but like when me and my, me and my wife were talking the other day and we were talking about like, um, like she showed me this picture that while well, she was scrolling about like, like from this princess or whatever who was just like a very rotund woman with a Uta brow, and just like apparently she was highly viewed as beautiful in her time. It was like, okay, well, beauty standards have changed, um, but good on her. And apparently she got married at 10 divorced twice and after that it was what she apparently fought for equal rights like in her kingdom of persia i think and i'm just like i never knew that like that's that's i that is that real i mean i don't know anymore <laughs> fair
2: enough i mean like a, a lot of the stuff i remember learning like particularly when it came to the history of colonialism right because get me wrong it's taught in school it's it's taught back home it's just like they kind of go over colonialism bad don't really go too much deeper than that in terms of the division up of land Mm -hmm. um but then we started talking about like i did geography right i did the geography elective and particularly did like geography of africa and the borders and why they exist and you know why they're there and stuff and we get to the topic particularly of like colonialism across africa and it's like yeah here's why all these countries in east africa all speak french napoleon was a bastard Like, and you're just kind of like, oh, yeah, no, we fucked up Southeast Asia, but holy
3: shit!
2: The French and the Belgians and the Dutch really did a number on Africa, huh? Like, Jesus Christ, all
1: we did was bad, but holy shit! And that's just, like, that's just stuff I never
3: learned. Like, it's, never just, got it's just Ethiopia. knowledge. <laughs> now, got Ethiopia?
2: Was that the French in Ethiopia?
3: No, the Italians. Italians, thank
2: you, thank you. Yeah, like, i mean we, we 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 did like the middle
1: east and he chipped and stuff and
2: i <laughs> just did the rest of Africa apparently like...
1: i don't know i mean i i guess this is stuff that i i should have tried to learn but i just never did and well here's the question was it available to you like in college or high school either in college it might have been but to be fair i only took about two years and i i haven't gone back i need, i want to finish my degree I do I just yeah. money is a big issue um, but in high school I don't I can't really say that it was I mean like we had history we had U.S. history um, I took geography uh, mm. but I mean I can't say that I ever remember learning too much about you know half the stuff you guys are talking about right now and it's just
2: and I mean it's, I'm it's, not going to get into like different country education systems but it doesn't surprise No, go me right people. ahead <laughs> Because like I, I've noticed thing about talking to a lot of Americans when it comes to the historical knowledge, it's all just a really rudimentary U.S. history. You know what I mean? It's like very, 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 yeah. like yeah, it's, it's just like I, history. It's like um, but
1: it's like my my history is a lot more. I would say like from Magna Carta onward is this way where I'm just like, oh yeah, this is this is history here. But the U.S. side of things, you know, I don't yeah. know, fuck all that happened in. You know, Japan around that time in you know Asia, in Europe, in Africa, in South America at that time. I did I don't I know fuck all about that, and then it's it's mostly American stuff that I know, and I I want to be more knowledgeable about these things because it's just I feel like knowing those things, I, I don't know it, it. I just want to know, and, yeah. and, and I just want to have the information, but I don't. I don't want to go into debt for it if I'm not going to make a degree out of it. I suppose it's it's hard to I don't know it's hard to
3: figure out what I want to do. Look, most modern fine. research is just Googling shit at this point. Oh. Yeah, Get down a Wikipedia rabbit hole. Have fun. I should <laughs> I really yeah. should yeah go on the Gutenberg library and see if you can find any uh, eighteen hundreds Roman texts texts on Rome I mean, rather. I mean, there's I so be many
2: free resources you can just fuck around and find out with, you know.
1: I think it'd be interesting, and one of these days, I I, I, I will for sure. It's just, um, for
3: example, I'll give you something I learned recently. Teach me. Do you know how the Romans controlled their carts during the uh, chariot racing? I can't say that I do. How would you do it?
1: Uh, I mean, if it's a chariot... Because You gotta imagine, drawn.
3: you're in this chariot, it's the most rickety fucking splintery shit you've ever stood on. Your mm-hmm. feet are above both axles. And you have the reins. How are you holding mm-hmm. on?
1: For dear life.
3: <laughs> what they would do is they would loop the reins around themselves, so that way they kind of mm-hmm. like could turn their bodies to shift the horse's direction, right? Right. Uh, when I say that they were rickety pieces of shit, that was not a joke. What do you think happens in an accident where you have something tied around your midsection in a f- horrible accident, in a horrible crash at f- like 45 miles an hour? I'm going to go gonna with get... bisection. Yeah. This is why chariot racers carried knives so they could literally cut themselves out in the same way that you see white women holding those little bright highlighter-colored motherfuckers to cut seatbelts in case of a car crash. Huh. That's where that came from. I didn't know that. Also, if there was an accident, they restarted the race. Sometimes they had to restart a race over 12 times. And people Jesus complain about NASCAR. Christ. And if it was a real bad accident, like I don't know, like somebody died, the race would just be called, and they go, "No, not today. Go home. Race over." That's interesting.
1: Uh, just thinking about how a form of entertainment was racing, you know, way back then, and it's still a form of entertainment now, only just, you know,
3: with with, I... with faster <laughs> modes. I I mean, there's to an extent. There's also like very dumb thing to, to say, but in a in a way, jousting is kind of on a comeback.
2: Wait, really? How so?
3: I mean, compared to the fact that it, you know like, people have stopped doing it for uh, the hundreds and hundreds of years, and now like modern HEMA and Renfair type shit.
1: I just can't get over how jousting is just basically two dudes running at each other with really pointy sticks.
3: Well, you gotta remember, the whole point of jousting was uh, like kind of like night showing off, and mm-hmm. they weren't supposed to die.
1: <laughs> but sometimes they would, so...
3: Yeah, because that's just the nature. You know, it's like, yeah, sometimes people died in, in boxing matches because they just take a concussion and they just die. Like See, I, I Many physical sport people have probably died in just because of an accident.
1: Oh,
2: absolutely. Yeah. Or an
3: intentional weird. thing, but I'm talking about accidents right now.
2: Yeah, Weird historical tidbit, nobody died during the bare knuckle boxing days because... uh Yeah, because you hard literally hard could burn. not
3: hit hard enough to kill a man with your bare hands. You'd break them. Mm-hmm. But now with boxing gloves, you hit a lot harder because you're essentially punching with a pillow.
2: Mm-hmm. You do not feel the blowback on your hand.
3: Yeah, whereas if you wanted to punch somebody's head in in bare knuckle boxing, you've just broken most of your fingers.
2: Yes,
1: you have.
3: Good uh. luck ever doing bare bare knuckle boxing again. If that's the case.
1: That's uh. That's interesting. I didn't. I did not know that.
3: See, knowledge. I
1: like. I really do like learning things. I. It's. It's. I don't know. I think it's really fun. I, I like to. I like to gain knowledge. If my career was just learning things, I think I'd be happy. But I think that's quite being a
3: professor. How... Yeah. Well, or a documentarian. How... Maybe. Defunct or not looking at you. <laughs> no, 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 no. He he makes that joke himself in his uh, Disney Channel theme video, where he calls himself a documentarian. He corrects himself, and he eventually reduces himself back down to YouTuber.
1: I mean, he's he's sharing information. I mean, I think it's a I think it's a cool
3: thing to do. Oh.
1: But I mean, at this point, I don't know I don't know how I would like transition and doing something like that. So it, but that's neither here nor there. I like I like learning I like learning about the past and and learning all this stuff about sports and everything is is really interesting to me. Um, but speaking of the past, this is something I, I was watching today. So you know how okay, I don't watch a lot of TV because you know, after working for Hulu for three years, fuck Hulu. Um, I just kind of don't do it anymore. I'll just subscribe to like the like the binge model, or I'll just watch stuff that's like yeah. just all at once, so I don't have to worry about commercials or ads or anything like that. So I just really don't watch anything with ads anymore. And I was watching uh tv downstairs because you know um, my father-in-law he likes to he likes to have tv going while we eat whatever it's fine whatever i don't care um but he but like there were ads you know on on the tv and it was like a romeo and juliet ad at christmas time and then like everyone's unhappy and then oh juliet ordered something on amazon and now christmas is saved and it's a big party i'm just like yeah she was like a karaoke the
2: machine f- or whatever
1: yeah, I'm like, what the fuck is this? What the fuck kind of commercial is this? Get
2: everything <sighs> you need to bring the family together this holiday season on Amazon.com. I think was supposed to be the message, but yeah, and no, I another one you're on about because you know I've been watching you know World Cups on. Um, I see it every now and then. And I'm like, oh, it's uh, I get the message, just a bit. I don't know. Stupid it it feels a bit like it's trying to reach an older audience that it, to be fair actually if you're watching let's be if you're watching cable television, you're you're an older audience. Um and they're trying to like, here's how to bring the kids together and get them off of their smartphones or what the fuck. I don't fucking know. I'm 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 thirty, not fucking know i am i am i am i am 30 not fucking 60 here.
1: Yeah. I'll never I'll never understand ads. I, I oh god. I'm not sure if they're just trying to piss me off. Or trying to get me to buy something but like it n- it never works uh, I mean, yes, they're,
2: tr- they're trying to get you to buy something though, that's the whole yeah the
1: but it's it. just like it's more often than not they piss me off and i'm not going to buy anything you know it's just they're so stupid like
2: i mean there's mm. there's
1: there's studies that prove advertising is indeed effective but like
2: i mean there's there's more than one way to advertise as well like if, if i if i say a uh an audiobook library compiles a thousand of titles what's the first thing that comes to your brain
1: I don't want to say it. I don't want to say it. Say that again. I don't want to say it.
2: An audiobook library composed of thousands of titles that you can listen to while on the go, working out, or even just doing your day job at your work-from-home position.
3: That's right, viewers. Audible. This horsecast is not sponsored by Audible. <laughs> well, I mean, it, I was like... going to say that I have a big uh, folder of books. PDFs, EPUBs, uh, yeah. whatever the there's hell also, the comics format is ooh. Uh, See, there's also uh, audio a, uh, books. an app. i
1: was gonna say there's also yeah. an app you could download that like you up uh, you if you connect your library card to it you can just check out books digitally from your local library that's cool you yeah, know I, I feel i feel like that's a better option you could do audiobooks too
2: but like you know what i mean like, every, like you're not immune to it like advertising does work for a reason if i if i give an older one and just say we'll have our morning routines showering shaving so on and so forth you immediately know what about fucking uh uh, what's that stupid um bastard company that like did the mail order things uh that's like a they did like a bunch of promotional youtubers uh where they uh had them all read the same ad scripts that we were uh, the whole thing started with we all have our morning routine i think it was harry's razors or whatever
1: I don't know. I, I genuinely do not know.
2: But it was like you'd uh it would it send you razors to shave your face.
1: Weird. Yeah. <laughs> I mean I, I can't say it it's just I oh no. it's it just it's just for me ads are just the worst fucking thing i i cannot stand them if i could do without them for the rest of my life i would and as long as i have the services i have that will let me skip ads i will i mean no no offense to anybody who who gets paid through ads like you know youtubers that do ads uh podcasters that do ads you know i that's fine that's that's fine do what you need to do that that's your that's your living that's your living that's that's fine and if it ever comes to a day that i get offered an ad read to get money i mean yeah i'm doing i'm going for the bag i don't give a shit but i'm never not Great gonna read shadow legend i'm i no. i'm I gonna think- skip Every time do. someone does an ad read, I skip it. Like it, it, never fails. I will skip over it. I will fast forward through it. I don't want right. to sit there through the ad. I
3: I agree, but there are some ad reads that I do watch, like uh, like Internet Historians, because he okay. actually Internet makes is- them like decent to watch. It. It's not just like, hi, I'm YouTuber Voice Man, and I'm gonna tell you all about Raycon, the newest That's- earbuds. I just kind of zone I, out I and will let him say, play.
2: I don't know. I'm just like, yeah, whatever. I also understand that, like, 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 I uh, understand the YouTube reason why.
3: I, 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 understand. It's, it's, it's a matter of in in this life we must chase the bag the same way that the rabbit fucking chases a carrot on the stick. I get it.
0: Which is why we now interrupt this podcast for a delicious little ad read. Are you hungry? Hungry for tacos? Well, don't go to Taco Bell. Today's sponsor of the beautiful intertitle here podcast. If you go to Taco Bell, not only will you not be able to get real tacos, you'll be ordering a nice, huge quality meal of butt pee. Please enjoy your Taco Bell taco smell. Taco.
1: Bell. I get that. No, I understand, and and I will say I do like watching um internet comic etiquette. I like lo- I like his ads. They're they're usually funny. Like if you put effort into the ad, read. Then yeah, I'll sit I'll watch it. I'll sit through it. It's fine. Um But if it's just like the same pre-recorded feel you've done a trillion times, I'm I'm just gonna skip over it. Not worth get paid,
2: my time. Get the bag, boy. I think also for some people who fair it's a time thing. Like I get it. If you if you're doing something like, I don't know, A V Gen, right? Where they clearly made the video first and then like the ad readers. Clearly secondary. I'm not going to blame them for just doing the spiel and getting it out of their damn way. Like fucking BFG
1: prop ain't gonna pay for itself. That is true. But with that being said, uh, hmm. good luck to getting any ads on this fucking show. <laughs> ah, nothing. I I
2: think let me someone who wants to ads one day.
1: I think I think we did it best in our first episode where we basically chased away our audience about dog diarrhea. So there's that.
2: I oh, don't think I brought that back. That
1: was the peak. That was the peak. First
3: episode, peak, baby. All downhill from here. This it, has been insert title here. In fact, <laughs> if you're paying attention, the last one and this one are going to be the least viewed. Hell yeah. That's because time. Know. They haven't been out as long, but also because I'm on it. That's not. No, that wouldn't be why. But...
1: <laughs> God. Anyway, um,. I think i'm out of t- stuff to talk about now um
3: how are you guys feeling what do you mean you have something to talk about why don't you tell us about the game that you streamed until fucking two in the morning yesterday oh okay i can talk about that I, can, I
1: okay okay this will this will be what i talk about then all right so recently it ties into
3: another thing that you played recently and finished
1: yeah okay i guess i could talk about it. i you know i feel like i feel like it's been long enough so potential spoilers for pokemon violet um so, Flyer got me to play a Pokemon Emerald ROM hack, and it was basically a roguelike. Uh, I don't remember what's called. What what's the name of it again? It's Emerald um, Pokemon
3: Emerald Rogue. You said all oh, of the oh. words, just not <laughs> in that order. Pokemon Emerald Rogue,
1: uh, and it's really interesting. Um, they basically give you a uh, random Pokemon that you go in with for your starter. And then you pick the kind of where you want to go. And just from context clues, you just kind of figure out what kind of area you're going to run into. And um, you just kind of go from there. And honestly, it's not bad. It's a lot of
3: fun. Um, we should, it has point out, of... should point out it's it's based in Emerald as like a visual, like 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 it's in the Emerald as a ROM hat. But it goes up to Gen 8. So it, it yeah. looks like Gen 3. It's visually Gen 3 but it has I, mechanics and gameplay elements like up to gen 8 like it has the yeah, physical I was about to, special split.
1: I was about to bring that up yeah it does have physical special split. it has uh gen 8 moves i don't know if it has any gen 8 pokemon cuz i didn't run into any of it them don't. but if it doesn't that's that's fine uh i know it's i think it's got very variations but i guess in my run i didn't run into any of those um anyway uh and it's a lot of fun um it It does do away with a lot of leveling um, because it does understand that I'm not playing an RPG anymore. I'm more or less playing a roguelike. Uh, And you do get rewards for however far you go. I mean, I got, I want to say, five, maybe six badges deep before I I lost and my entire team was wiped out. And when your your team wipes out, as you do in roguelikes, you start from square one with your starter and you start all over again. Uh, And it was very interesting to play through uh i do look forward to going back to it again Uh, i i'll play it occasionally um but it's definitely something i think that maybe pokemon should look into uh or or at least trying out new things because let's be real this year we got two pokemon games we got pokemon legends arceus we got pokemon violet and scarlet and of those two games one of them is much better than the other and it isn't. It is gonna. I'm gonna say it's it's Arceus, uh. And the reason being is because it's different. It it uh, it does so many different things from your normal Pokemon game. Like yeah, of course you're still battling. You're still catching the Pokemon. You're still meeting trainers. You're still you know doing the, the normal stuff you do. You, you're getting your 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 you're your collecting your Pokédex. Whatever. But what it does differently is that like there's no badges there is like you're battling the, the the totem pokemon uh you're trying to complete the first pokedex there's actually a reason to catch pokemon now uh or catch multiples of pokemon you don't have to battle every pokemon you see to catch it now i mean you can just run up and catch it uh there's like different modes of traversal tra- traversal trap whatever uh there's so much that you can do in that game and it just it plays so so much differently from every other pokemon game and it's like it's really enjoyable it's a lot of fun and then violet has come out and i don't want to get started on its technical messes because that oh god i don't get how you go from from a game like pokemon legends arceus to whatever the fuck violet is it that is a massive mess i should not be able to it's got open world traversal, a lot like Scarlet and Violet, not Scarlet and Violet, so a lot like Arceus, but worse somehow. Like for some reason, I can backwards wall jump up a a damn mountain with my with my ride Pokemon. Yeah, yeah, Skyrim and Wars. Yeah, it. I should not feel like I'm playing Skyrim out of fucking Pokemon, man. And oh my god, and and and, and I do like the Let's Go mechanic. I like that I can just to get the materials and, and there's a there's a crafting mechanic in this game like there was in arceus it's a lot more simplified um and it's easier to find stuff which is a little disappointing but and, but i get it um but it's aside from those those are the biggest difference everything else is just the same kind of pokemon game you're you're doing your you're fighting the bad team you're Fighting the gyms, you're doing the side story, you're running to the legendaries, you're fighting the big boss at the end, you catch the legendary, you fight the Elite Four, I mean, it's just, it's every it's every beat is the same as every Pokemon game, and the story in this one, is I will admit, yeah, it's pretty good, it's probably one of the better Pokemon stories, but like, from a gameplay perspective... It's just the same fucking thing. Not to mention the raids are fuck awful. Like the raids are so bad. I almost just want to go back to the sword and shield. Like those raids are so much better. The raids in, in Scarlet and Violet are just so disappointing right now. They're they're broken. They're a laggy mess. Half the time shit's happening before you can even react to it. They're like, yeah, what if we just, what if we just like sped up the raids and everyone just went at the same time? Terrible fucking idea. Awful fucking idea. Should've just left it the way it was. Uh, but, it, ugh just overall i i feel like i it's not worth the 60 it's it's absolutely not worth that price right now uh so if you can get it on sale get it on sale or if they eventually release a patch that fixes all the problems with it yeah then buy it then that's fine but right now just avoid it just do not buy it and and this is coming from someone who's played literally every pokemon game that's come out since fucking yellow version just don't. Save yourself the money. It it's so disappointing.
2: A, I was saying, it is weird to see a first party Nintendo game in this state, you know? Like, yeah. this is not something you typically associate Nintendo well, with.
3: Well, is... there's a technicality on this. It is not technically first party.
1: It is Yeah, he's right. It is Game, free. Yeah, game Freak. Game Freak is
3: technically third party.
1: Yeah.
3: I must Just like and, the and, fact and... that it has been married at the hip. Second
2: yeah. party, I guess, at this point, but yeah,
3: I guess. Like, but like, it's it's. I get
2: part of me. This is not an excuse. This is not me defending the game in any way. Part of me warns they got told they couldn't delay it because if they'd late till I don't know February March time, they'd then be going up against like Zelda Breath of the Wild too. Well, um, with that was, being said,
1: yeah. I mean, here's the thing. So they can't. It's TCPI, is what it is, because. They release the games, the new cards, and the anime all around the same time. So if they delay one, they have to delay the others. Hell, I mean, they have to also (laughs) update Pokemon Go as well because they added Gimme Ghoul to it before the games had come out.
2: Yeah, that's pretty typical. They added, added, um, whatchamacallit, uh, uh, metal, little
1: metal bastard to it. Yeah, Gimme Ghoul. Oh, oh, Meltan, um, yeah. Meltan, that kind, yeah. Yeah, so like, it's it's definitely TCPi, and they don't want to like put things on hold but when they absolutely should. And they and, and it's just and people will defend it. People are defending and saying, "Well, it's on the switch. It's hardware isn't that good. Or it's like it can't render that well." I'm like, bullshit.
3: Breath of the look Wild Xenobl- was a launch title.
1: Yeah, look at Breath of the Wild five fucking years ago, almost six years ago. Look at Xenoblade Chronicles two and Mario three. Odyssey. Yeah, like there is no excuse for it to look like this. This is this ridiculous. Like, no, they could have done better.
2: People is the Pokemon Company International should write those other people.
1: Oh yeah, yeah, the Pokemon Company. When I say TCPI, yeah, the the Pokemon Company International. But like, it's 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 ridiculous that the game was released in this state. Like, it, it it could have been a better game, and instead of like putting money where they should have, like. We got like weird non-voice acted cutscenes, which they're doing for some reason. Still, there's no excuse. We're not on like a, a strictly handheld console anymore. You can do voice acting; it's fine. But no, we got fucking Ed Sheeran in the in the end credits. Ew. Yeah, not a fan. It and and back to back to the whole point of, of this whole thing. I was having a really great time with that Pokemon Emerald ROM hack, and th- I will say it, it, it. There's two sides to this. There's a having a team that's not weighed down by, by like um, meta. Yeah, it's it, it, having a team that's not weighed down by deadlines and uh, having to keep in oh, line yeah, with awesome. what Pokemon uh, is as a as a series. That's that, and, you know they have that advantage, and that's why that game is as good as it is. But on the other hand, I think that Pokemon needs to kind of go in new directions, give us different stuff. Like, take Pokemon for example. Like, give me another Pokemon fighting game. That's really cool. Um... Legend's Arceus—it's different from your normal Pokemon game. It's really fun. I mean, everyone, no one shuts up about Pokemon spinoffs. You know, everyone really likes Pokemon Snap. Uh, I like Pokemon Stadium, as you can tell by my streams. I love the console Pokemon games because they're technically different. Like, I have to start with a different starter. The story is a little bit more intense sometimes. I—I I mean, I, the battle system is different. You know, I get different shit out of it. It's a different experience. And I like camping, it's giving. Intense. Huh? Sorry, I was like, it's a bit like camping. It's intense, jeez, and and giving me those different experiences like <laughs> make, makes for a better time. Like I have, I still want to play the Pokemon uh tactical RPG, the one that's like you know Advanced Wars uh, Tactics. Oh, the Nobunaga, fire Emblem uh, Nobunaga. Yeah, ambition. Nobunaga's Ambition Pokemon. Yeah, that I want to play that. So I'm I'm probably gonna find it and, and just. Put it on my DS and play it that way.
3: I want to um, say that that series is like fucking twenty seven titles in Nobunaga's ambition for audience awareness. Yeah, it's been it's around very, since like the eighty two. It's been around a hot right.
1: minute. And and I want to play that one. And because like you know, I a tactical Pokemon RPG. That's crazy. People love Pokemon Ranger. People love um you know uh what's the other one? Like the only the only spinoff I can think of that's like bad that that did not do well is like. The Pokemon Rumble games and Pokemon Treose, like those aren't great, but like all the other ones, like Pokemon Ranger, Pokemon Mystery Dungeon, Pokemon Snap, uh, the people love those, and it's kind of disappointing to see that like TCPI won't just, like step out of their comfort zone. It playing it playing Pokemon in a different way or forcing me to use different Pokemon or or, or different like anything, is usually makes for a better experience. Like with uh with black and white i thought it was super ballsy to like only let me pick like 150 pokemon from like only new pokemon and I ended up loving that one. I thought it was great. I didn't. I didn't get to this default to like my classic team that I would use or classic Pokemon I really like. I had to pick new stuff and learn new things. And in a world with like a randomizer, like that Pokemon ROM hack I was playing, I was forced to pick a team that like I of Pokemon that I usually wouldn't pick. Like, yeah, my starter was Heracross randomly. Of course, I'm gonna pick Heracross. is my favorites. But I used like. Uh, a Lapras, which I've never really used before. I used a Laron or, or, or Agron, uh, which I've never used before. Uh, I used a, a Electrode, which I've only ever used Wait, in stages. Never, never, never used an Agron I before? No, I've never used an Agron before. What that about me, like... I No, I've never used a Ro- Rosalia either. No. I've used a Roseraid. Actually, okay, that's a lot. I've never used a Rosalia in Gen 1. Uh, or I'm sorry, Gen Gen three, Gen three, Gen three. One in Gen one. Yeah, (laughs) shut up. Uh, but I've used one in in the remake of Diamond and Pearl. I had a Rose Raid, which which was really strong. Rose Raid's a really cool Pokemon. Um, but I was forced to use just different Pokemon and different strategies I've I've never used before. You know, limiting my options makes me have to think a little bit more about my decisions and. I think that's why a lot of people like doing Nuzlocks, because it's different from your average Pokemon game. Uh, it's why people like doing these challenges because it's something different, you know. I I watch so many Pokemon challenge videos because like it's just it's just I put them on the background because it's just noise, but like I am invested in some of them. Like there's a a guy on YouTube named J Rose Eleven, and he's going through like every first gen Pokemon game seeing if he can beat the entire game with just one pokemon and he's gone through pretty much most of the pokedex so far and the results are pretty interesting seeing how he's learned how to use different strategies how to use different pokemon how different type matchups affect the game how you know how he's got to think things through is different or how he has to abuse the ai or or glitches you know it's like nothing like super game breaking i think the only glitch that he really uses is like the 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 badge boost glitch for and for those who don't know what that is um, essentially, in Pokemon, the first generation, every time you get a badge, or, or every couple of badges, I think, one, your stats is increased, and it's up by like 12.5%. However, the game, being Gen 1 and being a broken, buggy mess of a video game, uh, it's every time you do a stat-boosting move, um, they, every stat that you've gotten a badge boost for is going to be boosted. So if your stats are changed, like, say you use agility, not only does your speed go up, but your other stats like your special, your defense, your attack go up. So, and he'll and it's interesting seeing how he will either use a pokemon that can abuse that kind of glitch or use a pokemon that doesn't need it or or see if like if he can even do it cuz some pokemon don't learn good setup moves or if he has to like steal one with mimic. You know, it's really interesting seeing those. And I think like I really enjoy watching those because it's it's different. You know, I'm watching these people go through these games in a way that I never did. And I think the next Pokemon game, if we do get one, I mean obviously we're gonna get one, it's fucking Pokemon, but like, whenever we get a new game, I really hope it does something different. Like, I want, I don't want the same catch, battle, eight gems, bad team, legendary, story, you know, I don't want that same thing over and over again. Like give me something different. Give me like do pull an Arceus. Give me something different. And I guarantee you I will have a much better time with that game.
2: Okay. I have not been played either of the games yet. Like wife bought Arceus, so she hasn't played it yet, though. I need to get a second switch. I actually get a second switch. I haven't showed you either. Which is because I played every other Pokemon generation
1: get back into it it's like i said i mean you've seen you've seen me and 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 ale and mimi and shelby we've all played pokemon sword and shield we've all done raids together you guys have watched us do that and it's a lot of fun we have a blast but you've also seen us do the raids in scarlet and violet and it's not as fun
2: yeah like you guys were doing a lot of hardcore shiny hunting in a sword and shield as well which i'm not seeing you do now
1: which I've found more shinies somehow in in this game before getting my shiny charm than I did in the last game. It's, I I've think they load like...
2: the right again. I think they No, the it's other. still the same. Apparently, it's really? still one
1: in four thousand. Yeah. Hmm. That's surprising. Hmm. But anyway, it's it's still weird living in a world where a Sonic game has been released in a better state than a Pokemon game, and the Pokemon yeah. game is. Or Sorry, the Sonic game is objectively the better game. Like, I I finished it. I finished Sonic Frontiers, like I said earlier in the podcast. I finished it, like, last night, and it was really good. It was a very enjoyable game. I liked the story. I liked how this game handled its story. Um, Letting Ian Flynn, you know, giving him the reins in the director's chair for this one, or, or, sorry, the story chair for this one, and and writing it. Great decision. It, It was a great game. And I look forward to playing it again because I'm going to get it on PC so I can mount it. I don't care. I'm, I will buy it twice once it's That's on sale. So-
2: Warning. squid. Oh, that reminds me of Sonic Generations on PC. I actually had that mod which turns Sonic what? into a giant dildo. That's a thing.
1: This has been Insert Title here. If you like the show, uh, uh subscribe. Uh, uh, I don't know where to go from here. If you like uh, the thanks. show,
3: stop. Why? <laughs> Have you not Why? heard the last comment?
1: Get <laughs> help. All right. Good night, nice,
3: people.
1: Oh, uh, uh, but make sure you get subscribed to Technical Cake Mix. Uh, give Flyer a lookout on his Twitch channel. Um, my Twitch channel. I might start streaming again once I get my head on my ass. I don't know. The links are going to be uh, in the section below. Um, but yeah, thanks for for listening. Bye. Good night.
0: Bye. After several days of wandering the Forbidden Zone, Alexander was able to conjure up a new area. That's right, he was able to turn the blackness of nothingness into something a little more familiar. It was quite green with hills. Some might even call it a zone. zone. Oh, fuck, am I in a Sonic game? How the fuck did I get into a Sonic game? Okay. Let's retrace our steps. David Draymond kidnapped me after I called him a bitch on Twitter. And then he threw me into a van and then drove me somehow into the Forbidden Zone. And now we have walked north enough from in the Forbidden Zone to get to Green Hill Zone. So, okay. Is this like a... Like a glitched out, shitty, fucked up level from a Sonic game that got discarded or some shit. Or is this just a legitimately working Green Hill Zone? Uh, Who knows? Maybe this will work out. Alexander then proceeded to run around like a little fucking hedgehog. Going from rail to rail and speed boost to speed boost. And hitting his head a lot. Like a lot. Like so many times I think he's probably got brain damage. He should probably get that checked out as soon as he gets back to the real world. No matter what I fucking do, I can't get out of here, what the fuck do I do? Man, if only I had played like, the new Sonic game or something before I got trapped into the forbidden zone, then I might know what to do. Watching in the distance, from atop the highest of the greenest of hills, David Draymond watched as Alexander tried in vain to escape the forbidden zone. You will not be escaping today, my friend. You will never be escaping ever again. I have you now.